ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the mentors, come on. This is knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning. Today we are here with Estefany Cardenas. Estefany Cardenas. So welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome, Estefany. How are you? Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well, you know, surviving the Rona out here. Surviving the Rona. As we all are. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, you're based out of New York. What, what's that like right now? New York is doing way better. Um, it's, it's nice to be here right now because I feel like the pressure is a little gone. I mean, it's still there, but things are open now finally, so I can kind of feel a little normal. So, yeah, it's still summer. The weather's still nice, so I'm not having to wear my bulky coat everywhere, so that's really cool. I'm about that. Um, when do you have to start to wear your bulky coat everywhere? Well, that usually starts around late October, November. Yep. That nice. was the winter vibes. And how long, how long have you uh, been over there? Well, I'm actually from here. Um, but I moved to Miami when I was like 14. And then I came back to New York when I was 19. And I've been here now. Oh, I'm going to like tell you my age low key for like five, six years. <laughs> nice. No yeah. one do math. No one, no one do math. Stop <laughs> put, counting guys. Put their papers and your pencils down. The exam is over. <laughs> nice man. That's uh, wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Sorry. 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 You're sorry. A real smooth <laughs> operator. I'm <over> nervous. <laughs> breaking news. Jay's nervous. And he's Bloopers. breaking out. Bloopers. Bloopers. So a little, the, a little backstory, I guess, how we know each other. We worked together at Finca Table and Tap, I want to say almost six years ago when it first opened up and what a great experience that was. I mean, for me, I don't know if for you, but it was definitely really cool meeting you and it's cool to have you on the show and kind of catch up and also talk about what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. And well, we are, well, as we've stated, we actually all went to high school together, but I actually didn't know you in high school. I didn't know him in high school. So yeah, and I guess we just kind of, you know, kind of, moderately kept in touch throughout and then this seemed like a good idea so here we are i think that's so cool how our paths kind of came together i agree and we didn't even know each other like we all went to the same high school but now is when we're all coming together it's just it's weird um but yeah, yeah right <laughs> i loved finca i loved working there i met awesome people there some of like my awesomest friends i met there Shout out to Finca, good vibes, good food. Uh, and yeah, Ferguson. <laughs> Ferguson. <laughs> what a time to be alive, huh? I, I don't, so you know how like some people are like, oh man, I miss high school so much. It was a highlight of my life. Yeah, I'm definitely not one of those people. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but uh, I don't miss it at all. It's funny. Um, you, she says good vibes and good food and then she trans from with in regards towards finca and then she transitioned over to ferguson and the first thing that i thought i'm like definitely not the greatest vibes and definitely not the greatest food <laughs> a lot of interesting vibes there and a lot of weird food there for sure yeah for I, sure to be honest i loved ferguson because just of where i came from ferguson to me was lit because I'm from the Bronx and like the first, my first year of high school, my school was trash. Like it's not even open anymore. The school closed because of bad academics, behavior. But it was literally metal detectors every morning. 
So when I went to Ferguson, I was like, oh my God, you mean I get to be outside during lunch? Courtyard. Oh, you mean the school has several buildings? I was about it. And those cookies, those chocolate chip cookies, let me tell you. So see, I view Ferguson differently just because of my background, but, but yeah, that's good. Different perspective. Yeah. I mean, Ferguson is definitely a great school. Um, the, where I was, my mindset throughout that school was definitely what I guess kind of like scarred me because I wanted to do music and I wish I would have pursued music and theater. Instead, I was still like, I got, I'm going to be a professional football player. A torn ACL and a torn uh, labrum later. Um, now, I'm, now I'm dabbling into the, the world of entertainment. But, you know, if Ferguson was still a great time. Some of my friends that I know, and ironic enough, Raul being one of my best friends that I didn't even know went to Ferguson, um, I still keep really close ties with them. Really, really close ties. A lot, of, a lot of really cool people. And now that I'm doing this podcast, I'm seeing a lot more of my old companions from Ferguson pop up on my, uh, you know, pop in the DMs. Like, yo, good pop stuff, support. Yeah, you know, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. I was just a very whiny and dramatic teenager. So maybe that's why I and don't that remember. And that transcended into a whiny and <laughs> adult. <laughs> into a whiny adult. No, I don't know. Like, I think of high school, I'm just like, ugh, acne. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ugh, ugh, awkward, super, super awkward first dates. But like, at least now, like, you know. Hey. You could dates. you could get yeah like dates right or like you could just get out of dates there. with academics duh <laughs> dates dates at the library for sure but yeah no I definitely hear about your perspective about Ferguson and hey good vibes and good food you literally turn the whole vibe around and then you talked about the one good food the cookies the cookies, the cookies were incredible. they had a fire salad station too guys uh, well, excuse what the salad station you remember that they had a little no I remember it. yeah nah I don't know. I did. I, I, I did have the sushi, though, that I questioned to this. No, Sushimaki, yeah. right? Sushimaki from the courtyard. I never tried that. Oh, dude. I used to get them all the time. They were great. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's up? I did, too. Oh, was it good? Yes. I didn't have sushi for lunch in my schools in New York. The fuck? Can That's I- true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think and now that you say it, that sounds pretty wild. Yeah. And we were so like, ah, oh, whatever, sushi. Uh. I'll get it on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But, but yeah, so I know you opened up Finca. Uh, did you open up Finca as well or did you start? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so, wow, that's crazy. We were number one. You were number one. <laughs> <For Yeah. sure. laughs> so, what, so what was that? So how crazy is that that you guys opened up that restaurant, you know, and now we're here on this podcast? Who would have thunk, huh? Not me. Not me. And then. Yeah, and there's and they're still open and right right now thriving. in the middle thriving. Well, tomorrow everything opens up in Miami Dade. I, I don't know how it is in New York. Um, are you? Well, restaurants as far as like opening up as far as restaurants, fifty percent side up, fifty percent capacity for inside uh, dining starting tomorrow. Wow. I mean, the cases have been going down, but also the testing has been going down, so it's like. You know, like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. There's, yeah. not, and there's not a lot of cases. And we're not testing as much. We're not doing as many mass testing. Yeah. Well, whatever. That's a conspiracy in itself. Where's my tinfoil hat? Conversation. Yeah. 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 But it's good, to, it's good to see some of these restaurants that are really struggling right now have, like, the, you know, an, the, opportunity. Uh, an opportunity to come back and, and come back fighting, bro. 
Yeah. Uh, or at least have a chance to fight. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of places are just closing down left and right. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And it makes you think, yeah, like uh, brass taps. Yeah, they closed Dayland. down in Dayland. Brass yep. tap in Dayland. Yeah, brass tap. Yeah, that's crazy. Done. That's super crazy. Done for forever. And then, yeah, and then the malls too not even the, not even just the restaurants yeah, yeah. My, my old job dave and busters even at that they're they're not opening up still yeah but buffalo wild wings is still open buffalo wild wings, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're still surviving people coming for chicken wings i'm like oh <laughs> okay you guys are so, doing well what's the secret sauce for real it's the mango habanero i swear it's to god the mango habanero. there's crack in there or something you heard it first <laughs> breaking news on knr <laughs> But low key, it sucks because like I loved working in hospitality. Like now that I've had a chance to try different kinds of jobs, I I love hospitality. I love working with people, and even though you know it can be frustrating, I'm sure you know, you know you're on your feet, you're having fun, you know it's it's lit. And now I'm like, damn, it's gonna be so hard to get a job in tourism hospitality travel it's just all shutting down right now i think what makes um serving so much fun for all of us is like the chance to be to be putting on a show as an actor where you're directing where you're leading where you're creating your own script as you go you're improv really a one-man show you know like yeah. i would i would go to different tables and i would say different names different characters you know and i would try to like keep in par with like i have this table that's that's hearing me with an uh an english accent and then i'm over here i'm an irish guy and then over here i'm like guanaso you know what i'm saying and it also reflects off the tables that you're dealing with you know like it's as soon as you get there you have to read the table yeah and man. then it's crazy because because it's literally just like that you turn into all these different characters to like each table and then sometimes i don't know if it happened to you your characters get a little mixed up yeah you so have then, the crossover shows you have the <laughs> the other crossover shows so then like you're putting onto the table like hey what's up partner and they're like bro you're como don't assign me ranch <laughs> so yeah but uh yeah like i went back for a little bit uh when when things started to reopen and it definitely was not the same yeah when 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 you went back you they it was inside seating and then from one day to the next they it was only outside. Only outside, and these guys don't have an outside area. So yeah, yeah, you can imagine seven that a seven table seven tables five servers. Wow. Yeah, please don't do the math. It's it's very depressing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it rains every other minute in Miami. And it rains. Oh man, I'll walk out there with the with the plates, and then that's it. It'll just be raining on the food, and I'm going right back inside with the same plates on my arm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, that's great that at least they're, I mean, it's not, it's great and it's not, uh, money-wise, it's great that they're opening 50% capacity. Yeah. Here in New York, we still can't dine in. It's all outdoors right now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow, wow. In a it's city, probably, imagine. Yeah, well, wow. in a very compact area, yeah. too. I mean, New York yeah. definitely took it seriously and we really um, did a good job at getting the numbers low. Yeah, over here, I don't know. How would you compare the two? <laughs> uh, I, our numbers are dropping at a very rapid rate, but I, I don't know if accurate is the word I would use. Yeah. 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 I don't know if accurate or, you know, real uh, are words I would use for our numbers, but the only numbers we got, so therefore we transition with those numbers that we have. Yeah, I mean, numbers are numbers. I think it's just Miami people being Miami people and being impatient. Yeah. Like, you can't hold these guys. 
You can't, bro. We go on social media, and sometimes I feel like I'm looking into different dimensions. Oh, yeah, literally, like you're here, like oh my god, like, like what where, hookah bar are you at at two in the morning, getting lit with no mask on? I'm literally looking like what? Literally, what like, planet is? And I'm looking like oh, this had to be before, and it's like nope, from today. <laughs> and I see a little bottle service girl with a mask on, and I'm like, what am I? What am I watching right now? Oh no, my favorite was when like things like reopened the first time, and everybody got their twelve hundred dollar check and went to the strip club. Yeah, that was my favorite. I just see the strippers with a mask. What happened? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They tell me strippers. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Everything is off, but. But you gotta keep the mask on. I can but imagine yeah. that they got creative with it. They probably made like bodysuits or stuff with you, masks. You literally like, little, you no, know. like those were the rules. I searched the stuff, you know, research. Oh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I mean, look. Let me give you a perfect. Uh, let me paint you a perfect picture. I was working. I was. I was on standby at Dave and Buster's like when we, everybody was when the government was talking about opening things back up. So I was going back and forth with them like, hey, so what's up? What's going on? Blah blah blah. And then. They, they didn't get approved to open up because they're, they're listed as entertainment, but we sell food, but it's a big place, right? Whatever. So we opened up like two weeks after, but you know what opened up two weeks like prior? Strip clubs. Strip clubs. So I'm there on, twi- I'm there on Twitter and, and social media, and I'm seeing like the promotion of like BTs. Everybody's or, And you know, they're like, come, come in for lunch, wear your mask. And I'm over here like, I can't get this arcade open. Are you kidding me? But you could go out and throw some money. Make like, it rain. Yeah. yeah. What? We know what Miami's priorities are. No, it's crazy. <laughs> and like the only rules that like they had to adhere from like what I read was they had to have gloves and a mask on the whole time. Outside of that, let's rock and roll. So what a what a what a time! I would I would I wish we would have gone just to like film like a little documentary. I like, mean, bro, what like a bunch of GoPros? <laughs> I mean, bro, in about twenty four hours we can. Yeah, yeah, I'm super. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, get, hey, hey. Shit, I'm about to do that too. Round trip from New York to Miami is like what fifty bucks, <laughs> bro? Let's hey, let's party. Can our studio party? That's it. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. No, strip clubs and uh, liquor stores are definitely the name of the game in Miami, for sure. Oh, liquor they will never close down. Oh, what? They were <laughs> you can't go to an AA meeting, but you could definitely get all the booze you want at a liquor store. It's crazy. I get it, man. That shit was what kept us going. Yeah, no, cafecitos. Hey, you would have seen some, some, in, some real looting. Some real <laughs> looting, right? People just yeah. breaking in. Yeah, where's my fucking... You want to keep me in my house and you want to deprive me of alcohol? There's no way. There's no... What next? You're going to send vegetables to my house? Is this a threat? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a prohibition. Give me your bottle of Jameson and eat a carrot. I'll trade (laughs) you. It's not the same, dad. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I don't know how I feel about sitting inside somewhere, though. And then, like, you got movie theaters opening up. Like, like, I like the idea of it. I, I think I like the concept more than the actual action. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I think of sitting in a movie theater right now, I'm like, uh. Yeah, me too. Uh, not really. Not there yet. Not there yet. And I, I, I want to go watch a movie so yeah. bad. But I'm happy for these guys. I'm, I'm happy that they have an opportunity to make money. Just, like, not They got to handle it. They got to handle yeah. it the right way. Just, like, not from me, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely not there yet. Yeah. If Disney owned the movie theaters, then would you go? I just might. <laughs> I just might. So, I, so in case you didn't know, um, Ra was a huge Disney advocate. Just recently went. Yeah, I just did. I just went last week. Because Disney opened since like the beginning of the pandemic. Ah, yeah, like these guys closed down for like, what, like two months. Like um, two months. Two months. 
Yeah, no, these guys are in full effect. They have hand sanitizers, mask. Hey, get your mask. All types of masks and hand sanitizer stations like five in one corner. Yeah, but you like, expect that. If anybody's yeah. gonna sh- like lead the way in and what life is gonna be throughout COVID and yeah. a little bit after, who would it be? Disney for sure. And then like, uh, and then before you walk in, you got temperature checks and. Yeah, yeah, these you, guys are. You can't you can't rush into any of this, and I tell that to anybody yeah. that 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 like, oh, I want to go out, I want to go out, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not gonna stop you from going out, and nor nor should anybody stop anybody from going out because then you're just like throwing your views down their throat. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's not just views; it's science, you know. And I trust science, and I trust doctors. But fuck, you know, fuck it. You want to go out, okay? But if you go out, bro, please make it easier for me to stay at home, knowing that you're safe and you're doing everything that you can to not spread this. Can you? just think about that for one second think about the all the abuelitas out there that can't see their grandchildren can't attend weddings can't go you know attend birthdays because they're scared of, of, of you all know of it. all of it yeah. and that's where it hits home to me bro i'm you know that's that's where you know because we're young we're all relatively young and stephanie already said she's at she's 18 we're we're leaning closer to late you know late 20s we gotta we really got to be the voice, bro. I'm actually 45, but that's okay. See, I knew it. you didn't go to Ferguson with this guy. You're you're a narc. You're a narc. Same class. Blow- what are you talking about? Wait, I, haven't, I haven't seen a ring. Don't blow my cover. <laughs> I actually didn't get a ring. Either. How did you guys know each other in Ferguson? You guys have a class together? We I don't know. Did together? I think was it dance? We, no, no, it wasn't dance. We did not dance together. No, uh, it wasn't dance. No. Raul was really in dance class. I didn't just say that to throw it out. Like I wasn't a dancer because yeah. I focused more on theater, but I took one dance class. Yeah, I took dance my junior year for a year. That was fun. I had fun. <laughs> uh, but no, we uh, went on the bus together. That's how. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, you, the people you meet on the bus, bro. Hey, some of those friends that I went on bus with, the twins. Uh, oh, oh yeah. You, oh, you Alex, and the twins Alex on the bus and Brandon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what was that like? A lot oh, of ruckus. Do you remember them, Alex and Brandon Byers, dude? Yo, Brandon's deep into acting right now. He got some headshots done, finished school, and this guy's getting hit up every day on backstage, yeah, dude. That's what's up. Not backpage, guys. Backstage, please. Backstage. I know it's backstage. No, because people look at me with this face. They're like, backpage is still open. I'm like, no, he's not an escort, dude. It's, oh, it's, man. It's for, <laughs> oh, man, right? This writes down notes. Brandon buys headshots. B- backstage, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> backstage question mark <laughs> i i make like question mark pictures like you do another picture but i put a question mark over it yeah that's right backstage is connected to like a bunch of things like yeah 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 because strip I'm, clubs backstage backstage finca ferguson it's all connected what are we doing <laughs> that is just a plan fbi sent me just sent me a text keep it down over there and it's just a plan for one long night you know what i'm saying yo i'd be like yo my fbi agent can you just send me some sushi today like the least you could do is hook it up with please but no you know what i'm saying like do is get your information Right, you know, like, and then and then no, and, and then they flip it, bro. Like at least, like yo, break me, me off, send me some me screenshots, off, bro. Of what I look like, you know, bro. break me off, like at tell, least. Tell me, I have spinach in my fucking teeth, bro. bro. Like, like something, yo, like stop, like see the people that I'm gonna go meet up with and be like, yo, that's not the move. That's not the move. Help me, help you, sir. No, just help me. No, just help me, please. <laughs> just, just help me. Lead me, but when I want to be led, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh man. So um we talked about Ferguson. So you were a flight attendant before this. 
but recently yeah. we hit the furloughs. Uh, what was that like? We just got our furlough letters last week. Uh, we were all expecting it, to be honest, at least the junior people. But yeah, and I went and got myself a new job to prepare for it. And now I have a new job and I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> um, but flying get was fun. And I'll probably go back eventually. Maybe not if I discover something else on the way, but yeah. I mean, what a great job that that is. I mean, my, my best friend, his, his fiance is, was a flight attendant. So she's dealing with something very similar and, and, you know, she, like yourself, really, really, really loved that job. There was nothing like it. Nothing could compare. She's in that little, like, rut of looking for something else, but you can't compare it to traveling around the world, make, meeting new people, like, that's connecting. Cool. With... That's like yeah, thing. dude. And then the benefits, too. You get to fly for free or at a discounted price. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then all the different places that you get to travel to as well. That's, like, I'm sure that like, you've seen some crazy places that you probably never expected to. You know what, man? It was a it was a whole lifestyle. I got wow. so used to it. I was so spoiled. I my mentality was every two months a trip. Where am I going? Right. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no, I'd rather go to Costa Rica. <laughs> like who? You know, like what a blessing to think that way. Um, and that job allowed me to. But yeah, what. What I'm noticing right now is how the job is stressful in other ways, schedule, passengers, but my job right now, I'm taking a lot of work home and it's stressful and I'm not used to this. You know, I am someone who likes to enjoy life, work hard, but when work is done, play hard. Yeah. And I'm just like the shock of these jobs that are out here are not for me. So I'm going to need this pandemic to, to get it together. <laughs> yeah, please, somebody. Yeah, a nine to five is definitely not for everybody as a, I think we've touched base on quite a few times here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan of nine to fives as well. So, and then through the situation that puts you in a job that you, that you don't able to be at, it probably makes you resent it a little bit more. Yeah, what have you done as far as um, any mental health practices that you could share with us and to not completely spiraling and not like just beating yourself up or being depressed? Or just, you know, losing your shit. Because granted, we know that, we know that especially, especially when something closes down on you, A, unexpected, B, it's out of your control. Like you did nothing wrong. We know, we both know what that feels like and the toll that it could have on you as a human. And a lot of people that reach out to us also speak about that. So how did you cope with, um, with all that? I'm still coping. Um, I'll give you an example of today. So, you know, dealing with the pandemic, the changes in, in jobs and everything is one thing, but what about those people who had mental health issues before and were dealing with things before? Now imagine a whole pandemic comes and you're like, you have to, you know what I mean? So I, to be a little transparent here, had things to deal with before this pandemic. But you know what's so crazy to me? Yeah, I'm upset that I'm furloughed. I'm upset that the jobs are changing. Um, but I'm kind of just uh, focusing on what I can control. And instead of I mean, I still kind of do it, but instead of wallowing in, 
oh, I hate this job. I want the pandemic to be over, which I kind of just said that because I'm not perfect, but <laughs> I've been working on not just wallowing in that, but using that as a lesson. Like now I know this is not for me. I've tried this. I feel like when you experience what you don't want in life, that is just clarity for you to know in the future what you do want more of. So this job I have now, I, now I'm realizing, I always said, I want a big girl job, whatever, whatever the fuck that means. Now I have a whole last big girl job and I'm like, this is not for me. I wouldn't have known it if I didn't try it. And now I'm realizing, oh, sitting behind a desk nine to five is not for me. Taking work home is not for me. This is great because now I know that this is not for me and I can continue looking for what suits me best. So that's how I'm handling that. Kind of dealing with it for now because you got to make that money. But now I'm excited for the future because I'm like, I know what I want with more clarity. Um, so that's that part. But talking about more like personal things, what I find is connecting to yourself, whatever that is for you. If you're Muslim, if you're Christian, whatever that is for you, pray to your God, read your book. You know what I mean? For me, it means I don't adhere to a particular label or religion personally. If you do, good on you. But what I'm saying is connect to that process. For me, it's uh, sitting down, lighting some Palo Santo or some incense or some sage. I like to meditate with my hands open to the universe, open to receiving goodness open to letting go of bad and just living in that world for at least 10 minutes a day. And you'd be surprised how hard it is to just do something for yourself for 10 minutes a day. Like, oh, I'm busy. Oh, no, I have to do this. 10 minutes a day, my guy. Like, just sit down, get into that groove and ground yourself. So I've been working on that and that really does help me deal with a lot. And journaling. Like writing? Yeah, just uh, stream of consciousness writing. This happened today. Da -da 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 -da. I felt like this. I'm hungry now. I'm going to go make some. <laughs> just write. And then when you look back, you realize, oh, there's a pattern here. Or, oh, that should change in my life because look at how it's made me feel for five days in a row. Things like that. That's awesome. That's really awesome. As far as writing goes, I, I could relate 100%. I recently picked up writing throughout um, everything that's been going on through COVID and the shutdowns. Um, and, I, and I would always think to myself, when I would do something bad, like something that wouldn't be good for my health or for my growth, I would try to bottle it up like if, and not like share with anybody or myself. And then I started doing like sharing it through my writing and speaking about how I would feel after I would do something negatively towards me or towards, you know, just in general, whether it was being lazy or just not getting up for the run or not getting up for meditators or blowing up someone that wanted to do yoga, anything. I write it down and, and, and I write how I feel after that. And when you express that emotion and you release it, you could go back and physically see it and then you wouldn't be prone to do it the next time. So I'm, I'm on board with that 100%. I think that's very, very important. And if, you know, I think everybody should just give it a chance. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with about everything. <laughs> I, yeah, no, hey man, it was very, very accurate in, in my opinion. I have a journal. I write in it all the time. There's a lot of wacky, wacky shit in there. But it's, but hey, it's how I feel at that moment. And it's for me. I'm doing it for myself. So yeah, so I could definitely relate to you on that. Um, I, I wish I could keep my, I wish I could clear my head for 10 minutes a day. I try to do that. It doesn't work out for me. There's too much noise. But the journaling works out for me better, for sure. The thing is, you don't always clear your head. Sometimes I'm sitting in my meditation, and the only thing I do is think the entire 10 minutes. But at least I'm trying. <laughs> That's how I think about it. And you will become good at quieting your mind in a day. Like, it, it takes time, and it takes it being a habit, which I have been on and off with, but when it is a habit for me, I really see a difference in my mindfulness. But yeah, it doesn't happen in a day. I, I think one of the best ways to, to meditate, which I recently found out about through one of my good friends, it would be after working out, like I'm talking about like immediately after working out, you go into a nice meditation, which is kind of crazy when I first, when they first got brought up to me, because I'm like, why would I want to meditate after just like being so alterado? Like, ah, I'm working out, I'm running out. And then he broke it down for me as far as like, you know, like you have pure oxygen flowing through your body because of how much you're breathing. You got your blood moving everywhere from your heads to your toes and your mind is working at another level and you're motivating yourself. So then granted, everybody for the most part, I would think feels good about themselves after they work out. And if you take that feeling of goodness on top of your body being at its peak physique and you go into a meditation, bro, my God. It's, it's, it's unlike any, I've never connected with the universe and myself better than trying out, trying it out through that style. Once again, going into it already motivated. Like, yeah, I'm going to like, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning. I got a nice workout. I, I woke up before everybody and I'm going to go into this meditation. And then you go throughout the rest of your day, just preaching goodness and being full of uh, light, you know, which is, I mean, that's how you want to start your day every morning, but granted, it's not easy. It's not, it's easy. definitely not easy. And I guess that's part of the, but that's, part of the reward yeah Be, being being doing, doing that consistently to the point that it's not hard no you know i don't know if it's ever easy but it doesn't have to be hard for sure for sure and in regards towards what you said in the first part of of the answer that you gave us for the questions that we asked sorry i'm talking to third person <laughs> um um what what would you change as far as when you were if, if you would change anything when you were um, a flight attendant, like, would you have done anything different now that you don't have that accessibility to be a flight attendant? Well, for me personally, and I, I'm not sure if other flight attendants can relate, I was going to school while I was flying. So I was taking classes online to finish my bachelor's and I finished in June. So I was like, finally, I get to enjoy flying without having to go to the hotel room, open my laptop and work. But I never got that experience because COVID, but I would have liked to enjoy the job with more freedom to enjoy my layovers, to enjoy the travel, to enjoy my coworkers. Um, so there's that. I feel like I kind of found a balance between taking advantage of the benefits and also getting my schoolwork done. 
I was literally in Costa Rica writing an essay at the bar. Like, you know, I, I, I did the damn thing. I found a way, but I would have done that differently. Maybe when everything gets back to normal, I'll experience it without being a student. Um, and yeah, I guess talking about, not talking about school, I would have just said yes more often when people invited me out instead of like, no, I have to stay in and do this assignment. Just say yes, just go, <laughs> just go. Like there's no other job like that. So I would have just said yes. That's, that's so spot on. I feel like there's a lot of people that could relate to just that aspect of life, Take, like taking more chances and going out a little bit more. Um, a lot of people are out here, like, I mean, granted, everybody's sad. I know you're sad about the hospitality tourism industry taking, getting crippled through COVID. Demolished, you know? Demolished. Completely just, yeah. you know, flip. But I do, I do have a sense of hope for what's to come with that industry after which is going to be a new generation of, of business owners for that fresh new ideas, no closed minds. And it'll, it's almost going to be like a Renaissance. Like I think that when people are going to be going, be able to go out, businesses are going to be able to get loans out to open up places. You're going to see all these people that haven't been going out in months. Just, yeah, let's go. Hey, you want to go over here? Yeah, absolutely. Is, here, it, cool? Money. is it cool if I invite more people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're really going to see it just, you know, and it sucks that, but it sucks where it's at now, but you have to have a sense of hope. Like I have the sense of hope that we are going to hit a Renaissance period for restaurants, cruise ships. You're going to see people traveling to places that they've never traveled before. You're going to see economies all over the place start booming all through tourism, traveling and eating and watching and just soaking in what, you know, what life is all about. Yes. Yeah. Profound gratitude for, for life and exploration. Yeah, man. And think about all the ideas that people are plotting now while there's like, while there's nothing going on, you know, like, I mean, bro, we started, yeah. we started a podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you asked us uh, before we started, what led to this? Yeah. We, I, I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. So, well, we've talked about this many times um, before, like, Hey, let's start a podcast. Let's start making movies. Let's start doing sketches. Uh, let's do that. But we didn't do anything. We were fucking around. I was fucking around. He was fucking around. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, uh, we lost the opportunity to fuck around because, well, the world kind of closed. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, one, from one day to another, we were, we, we were super broke and unemployed. And, uh, yeah, luckily we were able to scrounge up and we decided, hey, what better time to start to, I guess, for lack of a better term, pursue your dreams. I mean, we were, we were for, for a couple of weeks, we were just, we would hang out a lot and we would be talking about what's going on in the yeah. world for for hours for hours on end we just sit down in my room or in my garage and just go in on just google news cnn msnbc yeah. blah 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 covid this and then on top of that we started watching a lot more podcasts we started out watching a lot more i started branching out to other podcasts aside from joe rogan which is my favorite, my go-to. Yeah, he's the one that put me on. That was like the foundational. So then I started going. I started, you know, listening to a couple of different other shows, and I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." We started sending each other podcasts. So we were then we started talking about news and podcasting, and we we're like, you know what, this is pretty cool. Let's get a laptop. So we got laptops, and we're like, okay, this is really cool. So then imagine we got laptops, and we're like, bro, I can look at news all day now. I don't like, have to get distracted by Instagram likes. I can find everything. Everything's to my disposal. And like, I didn't have social media for like, for like the last like 
year and a half. Yeah, I didn't have social media for oh. almost three years. Yes, yeah. So, so imagine we didn't have that. So literally, it was nice to have our news in a direct form, other than you're trying to sell me some shit or oh, look at this person's fun vacation or yeah. look at this girl's ass or whatever. <laughs> no, I mean that's it's you know? the truth. It's the truth. That's yeah. what pops up on the feed. <laughs> yeah, that's what pops up on the feed. So. Yeah, but then we started to realize that we find all these news sources and they're not even accurate. Like, and yeah, that's what really like kind of like, because then we would see people on Twitter and Facebook just reblogging and retweeting articles and just the headlines. But then you read them and you're like, this is completely inaccurate. Why are you spreading this? Then it's not even like the actual article. It's a picture of the headline of the yeah. article with like no link or anything to it. So like, and then it, like they 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 would type in, yeah, told you, I told the left side, or I told the right side, ah, 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 I'm the I'm I'm the winner, you're the loser. It's like, why, why is that what it's all about? Stop being such a one upper. Why can't we all be on the same frequency and move forward together? Like, so then obviously we got tired of it. We got laptops. We're like, fuck it, let's get some microphones. We got an interface. Um, we created an, another company on the side called Something Divine that we're. In the, in the process. We're working on a few projects for that. Yeah, coming out with movies and commercials. So we're like, fuck it, let's all just... That's, I mean, you know? the fucking world ended, you know? What else were we going to do? All our, our resume is nothing but hospitality and tourism. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even get a job, bro. I was working overnight at McDonald's for like months. Just getting getting paid to like set up the studio. Getting paid, uh, yeah. you know, to get a new microphone or a new headset. Yeah, yeah. like as soon as we came across any money, like, like um, I do like Postmates and Instacart or whatever on the side. But primarily, this is about it for me at this point. Um, and yeah, all right, cool. We need to go get a microphone. Well, I got to go put in 12, 13 hours on the road. Let's go get these fucking microphones. And, and uh, we, have a, we have a few moves coming up that we can't announce just yet. But uh, we're very excited. and uh, Super excited. And, uh, you know, we're, and we're putting in the work. So we feel like we've been earning it. And now sure. we're here. Knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning. We're going to cut to a quick dancing break. Ready and go. Mami, ¿qué tú quieres? Aquí llegó tu tiburón. Yo quiero perrearte y fumarme un blon. Ver lo que esconde ese pantalón. Yo quiero perrearte y perrearte y perrearte. Yo, 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 yo quiero perrearte y fumarme un blon. Yo quiero perrearte y perrearte y perrearte. Yo, 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 yo quiero perrearte y fumarme un blon, un blon. La rola ya me explotó. La nena bailando se botó. How did I end up here? <laughs> These guys were just dancing. What the fuck was I watching? Uh, I thought I was watching a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, during the break, though, uh, we brought up the Mick. I've, I've had some great times at the Mick. Uh, for those who don't know, the Mick is a Mikasuki uh, casino here in uh, Miami, Florida. As west as uh, Miami gets. And, he, and a little bit more. Um, and yeah, it was great. Because, you know, it was only Casino 18 plus. I love casinos. <laughs> I, like, I that's love like them. a guilty pleasure of mine. Like, I not that them. I love gambling or that I'm like addicted to gambling, but I just love that, like, you know, oh, jackpot. Wow, everybody, cool. You're at a table and some guy wins a thousand or you win some money. Like, yeah, good times. Usually casinos have good food, too. Like, no, for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't like to gamble too much except with my life choices yeah. sometimes. But, uh, but, like, being in a casino, it's a ball. It's, it is. Yeah, it's a great time. And that's like the MIG, dude. That's like the MIG is just like a, a like that's like a casino at its finest. You walk in, you're there. You it's know? like a Toyota. But like you know when you mean? go to like a casino like the Hard Rock or casinos like in the Vegas, hard... you have like shows and live music and great food. The Hard Rock is the best. That's was, the best. I was there like two months ago. It was the best. I love the Hard Rock. It's so lovely. It's so nice. Have you got a chance to go? Well, like 
during your travels over here? Have you seen the guitar? Have you seen the guitar? Well, when I was in Miami, I went to the make when I was 18 because I thought I was hot shit. And I was like, you know, when you go, they give you like some free money. Yeah, and you always win. And I was like, win. hey, I walked out with something. I have not seen the guitar, the big guitar, but I want to. Um, I've been to the Hard Rock, obviously in New York, which is really fun. And I, I haven't gone to the Hard Rock anywhere else, but I also do like casinos because of the ambiance, not necessarily because of the gambling. So I think that is something that I'll explore more just to be in that energy. Oh, most definitely. It's just like that Wolf of Wall Street. Like, ah, I don't know. It's, it's something, it's, it's just. Yeah, see, so when everything reopened and like, you know how we brought up the strip clubs? I didn't go to the strip club. I went to the casino instead. <laughs> so, uh, thank I, God. <laughs> I mean, hey, at least I have a chance at coming home with something. Right? You know, I, I mean, there's always a chance, I guess, right? But, uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so anyway. Me is crying. Yeah, yeah. What? What'd you say? I said the feminist in me is crying. Please. Yeah, no, it's rough. It's super rough. Um, but anyways, I went to the casino instead, and it was a ball. But yeah, I definitely got caught up in the gambling. Lots of blackjack. I've I've never played blackjack like at a table like that before. So you just you just came into the room and just try to wing it. I su- uh, I mean, uh, Malcolm, our friend Malcolm. Shout out to Malcolm. Um, he was teaching me kind of like. Like we play at his house all the time, but I don't play casino. And then, yeah, I kind of winged it. I was winning at first and then I wasn't. And then I lost. And then I I lost. (laughs) And then I wallowed in my sorrow for sure. I heard the the tone in his voice just, and then I lost. (laughs) I was like, no, not my microphones. So, so what have you been doing to, um, you know, what new hobbies have you picked up now since we, I mean, you know, you can't really go out and do much. Aside from dancing. I dance a lot. I love dancing. But you said aside from dancing. Um, <laughs> I do a lot of research on different topics. <laughs> kind of nerdy, I guess. But I like to just, like you guys were talking about fake news. I like to just dig and see what's real. Um, I loved research in college. So um, I'm also kind of getting into the beauty industry. Like it's a new found thing that I like, um, like aesthetics and facials and lash extensions and stuff like that, which I never thought I'd be into, but hey, like I, I actually really enjoy it and gonna take some courses and stuff. Maybe I'll be a little entrepreneur and do a little beauty business. I don't know, but it's crazy because if it wasn't for this whole thing, I would have never discovered that, to be honest, because I would, you know, you just, I would have never thought about it. Right. Um, I've been trying to pick my guitar back up here, as you can see it. And yeah, keeping busy. That's, that's good. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what you have to do at this point. What's the other option? Just literally stare, stare at the four walls? Stare at the four walls or go crazy following coverages and racial injustices and... Watching KNR podcasts. Or watching KNR podcasts. Yeah, yeah definitely consuming lots of good media, good movies, good art. It's a good time to... I mean, they said that when Shakespeare was quarantined, he wrote... What was it? He wrote a play... It's a good time um, to be creative because what else is there to do? 
creators will create, especially if you give them nothing to do, they're going to be able to come out with, you know, whatever's on their minds. Right now, I'm writing two little, like, psycho thrillers, so that's like, kind of, like, that's where, like, my head's at right now. Like, I'm super invested in, like, the, the unknown and all this, you know, and just like- twists and turns. Because I guess because my life is so, not that it's boring right now, but just since we can't do that much or go out and see that much, you know, like that's kind of like I want like a sense of excitement in my life, adrenaline, you know, like so I'm I'm taking it out on my writing and everything that I've been producing lately have just been like mystery psycho thrillers, which has been a blast. Yes. So it's like plays or fiction book? We're trying. I'm writing. I'm writing them. Well, I'm writing them for a project that we're both directing, um, gotcha. which would be a short film. Nice. Which but we're also talking about like we, we like the writing so much that like. I, I wouldn't mind writing like a book and then turning it into, you know, whatever, whatever, get it into a book and then whatever goes from there, goes from there. But initially it was for a short film and that's my main focus. Once the short film is released and I'm going to take a, it's like 14 pages. It's nothing long. I want to take a look at it and, and expand on certain things. Cause it's, it's pretty cool. Red like wine coming out some, sometime soon, sometime soon. I think, I think Steven's birthday is December 9th. So I'm trying to, Steven is going to be, is a good friend of ours. He's an actor, great guy. He was on the show a couple, uh, a couple months back. Musician as well. Rune on music, search him up. Very cool guy. Awesome. Really good friend of ours, but he's going to be the lead role. Um, and I, I, I kind of low key was like December 9th. That's your birthday. Yeah. We're going to try to release it that day. Mine's on the 5th. So right around there too. Yeah. When's yours? December 13th. Oh, really? Well, so I'm the fifth. He's the ninth, and you're the thirteenth. Look That's at that, bro. hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have that one. We have another smaller, more intimate project coming out as well. Before that, that it's probably gonna be like fifteen minutes max. That we're just working on literally us two. We have a couple people that are gonna help us with the, um, I guess, yeah. like the production with, with editing and all that. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess that those those are our hobbies right now. That's what. Yeah. We're really yeah. Like this is what we do. Like literally all day, we're like, all right, what could we write? Like, like I've been getting to poetry. I, I never really cared for poetry, but I've been having fun with that. And then see, so I do a lot of like talking, like uh, I work a lot of like the talking points because sometimes we like have talking points if we have like a, like a special artist or whatever coming on. So my head is very like journalism. Like, so I'm just reading news all day, just like all day. I'm like, oh, reading articles. Like he gets tired of it because I'm always sending him random articles. I all can't day. keep up, bro. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, fuck, bro. Yeah. And yeah. And then like sometimes like if I see like, a bunch of police officers going in one direction. I'm like, damn, what are these guys up to? What's happening over here? And that yeah. Nightcrawler, that Nightcrawler. Oh, vibe dude. Where you're going, you're oh, just kind of like slowly but following them. You're like, what's I, going on? I, bro, I have definitely super followed the the action. I'll follow Jake, Jill, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal to the end of time. Yeah. And like, it's a weird thing. Cause like, I feel like sometimes like they know that you're following the action too. Cause I, like, look at this junkie over dude, here. Like, look at this little adrenaline junkie just yeah. following us. Could you imagine that's how they talk in the cop car? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like a month ago, um, I was driving by. Uh, I'm not gonna say exactly what area, cause yeah, cause you're a narc and it's confidential. I caught you. I caught you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Don't fire me, please. <laughs> we're we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I so so I follow these guys. And like, I'm like, cause so I'm driving by They're 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 setting up to do like, what looks like a raid. I was like, I need to get a video footage of this for the podcast, for the podcast. (laughs) Great. So yeah, that didn't work out at all. These guys like, like, like if you stopped, you got like five people coming up to you. 
Like just wow. walking in your general direction. Yeah, absolutely. So that's just where my head's at right now. It's interesting. I, I never expected to really care about these type of things. That's so. awesome. You're a journalist. Yeah, low key. You you had said you had said that through doing research on certain um topics you, you use the word nerdy i wouldn't use that word man i would i would i would think that it's something that's enlightening you know to to go out and learn you're you're literally just you're learning about so many different things and you're also learning how how people's actions are are perceived on on a viewer's level and then you go you know and then that that view might change by the next article or the next video or the next audio clip that you find it's just a lot man it's just like it's it's very like oh like i feel like one after a day of just researching you're there like oh like no one talk to me where's my wine yeah bad bunny take me home you yeah know what i'm saying ignorantes for sure yeah yeah like this happens to us all the time that like we will be researching all day and like by the end like we don't even fucking want to talk to each other we're literally like ah the, the world's such a fucking tainted place ah <laughs> yeah but you know you have to find some optimism in it and some hope Oh, and by the way, King Lear was the play that Shakespeare wrote in quarantine. Glad you looked that up. Gotcha. 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 We're here to help. Yeah. Raul's here to help. Sometimes. <laughs> I help out sometimes. The other the other times I just write his coattails and say and say I helped out. Kind of like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, you know? <laughs> so yeah, you using goodwill hunting. Um but I, I would hope. I would but yeah. Um so throughout the so what's uh now what's been like your favorite thing that you've realized about yourself throughout this quarantine wow you're asking some loaded questions um i guess one thing i've realized is that i don't like to work for other people (laughs) (laughs) i retweet on that for sure that's a really good question what I have realized is that I, I mean, you guys right now are super inspiring. I was very much into my art and then kind of like life just took over. So I'm, I'm feeling inspired to uh, do what I want to do. I went to college. I did the thing. I did what everyone else said I should do. And now I'm kind of in a place where like, I need to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yo hago lo que me da la gana. Like, that's my vibe right now. So it's very freeing. I feel like... I am so firm in who I am right now and it's so empowering. Like, this is what I believe. I'm open to considering your ideas about life and what I should do. But at the end of the day, I know who I am, obviously open, but you need to have that balance of like being open and knowing who the hell you are. And I think I'm, I'm understanding that now, but yeah. Hey, preach, yeah. preach, snaps all around applause i love it i love it self-empowerment is the name of the game ladies and gentlemen and if if you couldn't find it throughout this quarantine man then you got to work a little bit harder because this like this transition and and having to close your group of friends having to ground yourself and focus solely on yourself has been one of the most beautiful things that I've experienced in my eyes, in my life. I mean, and also when other people like yourself talk about it, because then I'm, I'm there, like right there with you, like in full support, like, let's go. We're heading in the same direction. We're on different paths though, but we've got the same, we've all got same waves. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same frequency, bro. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. No, and and it's just great to hear like things like that. Cause then like, it's like, yeah, you know what? 
you're right like and then sometimes people just don't hear like positive answers like that like a lot of people are are, are just surrounded in that negativity of uh i'm stuck at home so they don't even try to like better themselves which is a shame because what better time than when you're stuck at home it's not up to you it's really not where on in some ways you're literally held hostage from going to work but take advantage of that work on yourself just because you're not working for somebody else doesn't mean you can't work and uh i i think i think a lot of people are learning that right now for sure yeah like fuck a nine to five pull me on that now i'm working again like a lot and you definitely should take advantage of those moments when you can just bask in yourself and what you want to do and your creativity and yeah 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 that's 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 about it it's either you're gonna work on yourself or not at this point or you fold which you know hey i get it i could see why people are folding but you have to find that with even if it's not within yourself i get it you're not supposed to you know you're supposed to be the source of your happiness i get it but sometimes people just can't pull it together but if you can at least find some type of source of happiness or motivation it's a start i think today actually i was a little transparent had a little traumatizing experience uh an argument with not an argument because i wasn't arguing it was just a difficult conversation about a traumatic experience and i started shaking like uncontrollably but i didn't let myself like as soon as i felt that my energy was gonna tip lower i was like no i need to play some music i need to light my incense and that's that's the work like that is self-care. Is it going to be perfect every day? No, but being self-aware of, oh, my energy's going down. This triggered me. I need to do something and, and get to know what works for you. For me, it's a particular musician and Palo Santo, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's the work. Some people don't know that yet. It's everybody's on their own journey. Everybody folds sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely folded. You gotta do laundry for sure. You You can't sit in your shit, right? You know, you gotta fold sometimes for sure. But uh, it's about recognizing. Look, I'm look. Ask him. Like sometimes he he gets a little bit mad at me for this. I'm definitely one to like take your L's, sit sit in it for a second, and think about why. And like, you're not supposed to dwell which I totally get it, but I like to dwell in it uh, for a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. just cause you know, you examine on, all right, why, why am I putting myself in these positions? Sometimes but constantly. That I wouldn't say that's, there's a, uh, I guess wallowing is different. Yeah. Wallowing in it, dwelling. I don't know the way you framed it is kind of not what I'm talking about. Yes, you have to not, like, I'm not talking about toxic positivity here. You have to live in your shit for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you gotta embrace the shit. For like, one week max. Yeah. Much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Rock it out, evaluate, be strategic, and then continue. But you have to acknowledge and sometimes embrace it is, is yeah. what I think. Which is awesome to hear from you because um, so many people, especially men, 
don't let themselves feel their emotions because they have to have this persona of being masculine and strong and put together and like provider, I guess. But in reality, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday, the word gentleman has the word gentle in it. So to be a man, and I, this is, you can tell me if I'm wrong, to be a good man, whatever that means to you, but let's just use a general word, to be the a good man. societal version of that. Right. right. You have to be a gentle man. That doesn't mean like don't get in touch with your masculinity, but what if that is getting in touch with your masculinity? Being able to say, I'm sad today. Let me just experience this and, and see why and then move on. Instead of like, nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was a great No, <laughs> no, that was end scene. Okay. Yeah, we gotta put that in I'm somewhere. Good, man. It's all good, dog. I've definitely said that. Fuck Damn, that man, sh- just leave me alone. I'm fucking good, bro. Fuck, fuck that shit, bro. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I agree with you. Um, I think that it's a lot, uh, it's a lot easier to be masculine and be all like, rah, you know, rah, 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 than it is to be a gentle like a butterfly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's, I think it's a lot harder to get in tune with your feminine side. You know, to be able to just be sad and feel your emotions and talk to them and. And, you know, not, not go through the motions, but feel your emotions. But go through the emotions. Yeah. Don't just jump over it. Don't avoid it. Like, you know, just sit down and become tuned with yourself, man. The good and the bad. Way. Like you said, Raul, like, this has been happening. Why is this happening? Where can I go? Yeah. I mean, I, as a woman, I have my balance of masculine and feminine energies. Like, I, I have my masculine qualities too but that makes me a complete woman i feel i know talking about gender i identify as a woman like that makes me feel like a complete woman is being in touch with all of that and that's what's up yeah yeah like for sure like i'm definitely a lot happier now like growing up and probably to like 22 probably yeah 22 it was very uh you gotta you gotta keep your emotions uh you gotta be a man because guess what people like for the most part don't want to hear shit especially if you're a guy unfortunately that's a societal standard especially here in miami especially here in miami and well this is all i know personally so so imagine nobody wants to hear oh i'm sad because this didn't work out for me or this and that unfortunately so but uh so you have to accept that about yourself i, I think and then being a hispanic guy in Miami, well, you have some mental herders that you got to jump at that point. Because growing up, I was definitely not, you know, embraced to, hey, talk about how you feel. Express that. It's, you got to you gotta put that shit down, G, and you got to keep hustling, keep moving. Worry about it later in your spare time. You know? Which so, is- yeah. I what? Mean, that is still valuable sometimes, but you have to take care of yourself. I, yeah, Art can be a vehicle for that. And it's great that you guys are really creating stuff out here. Thank you. We're trying. We're, we're definitely trying. I'm a little butterfly. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm super soft. Yeah, like I like to talk about my feelings all the time. I don't care. It's cool. Um, it's definitely nice to feel. To be honest, like let's talk about dating for a quiz set. <clears throat> Go for it. Dating you said? Dating. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, sure. Drop it for sure. Meeting someone, right? I prefer 
I love masculine energy, but to me, if I can't communicate with you and have you communicate back, it's not going to work. And how do you become a good communicator by being in touch with who you are and what you're going through and being okay with sharing it, even if it's hard, even if it's, I'm sad today. Because then if you're not able to share that with yourself, how are you going to be able to share it with someone else? You will never be emotionally available for a healthy relationship the way that I define a healthy relationship at least, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, I think that going into any relationship, communication will, is always key, but I think that being in tuned with who you really are and both sides of masculinity and, and feminism to be able to cultivate who you really are in order to be able to listen to your significant other, because you don't want to just be masculine, 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 and you get brought a certain, like, you know, like a scenario where it's not a masculine problem, you might not know how to react. So I think that's very important. And, you know, the more, the more, you know, by yourself, the easier it is to, to speak how you feel, you know? Yeah. 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 That's a great take on that. I, yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah. It's literally just, you have to embrace that side. And I think, I, I, I don't think it's hard to embrace it. I think it's hard to be willing to embrace it because you you don't get a lot of brownie points for being cool with your feelings. You don't like your like your friends are gonna shit on you. Yeah, your friends are gonna shit on you, and yeah. and then shoot. Depending on what type of girls you're dating, they're gonna shit on you too. Why the fuck are you being so soft, dude? That, I mean, that's no, a, don't follow, like you need to be solution oriented too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But like people are so scared of even rocking the boat that they just forget to take to even process those feelings as well Lots because yeah and uh, that's definitely toxic yeah I, th I think dating overall um is like like not by chance or by faith but if you really think about it if you really break it down in order to be with someone that you could really spend a good amount of your life with if not all of your life with um, it's, it's all sometimes by chance with how, who you are at that moment. Cause for me, I hit the cycle every two years. I've learned this about myself every two years. I like, I'll go with a certain mindset for two years and then something happens, something in my body, something in my brain, something in my soul just switches. And I have a cycle every two years. Don't ask me why. I don't know how, but that's just me. That's the universe telling me that's the knowledge that the universe has given me. And I ride with it. Might be accurate, might be not. Right. So now we put that into play. We talk about who you are at that given moment of your life, meeting that other person, who and and what they're about, you know, and then that also ties in with timing, what friends you have around at that time when you meet them. Will they be supportive? Will they be? Will they? Will they not? For I could tell you that maybe two years ago I was dating someone, but the people around me were like, nah, let's keep on going now. Let's keep on partying. We're a bunch of good looking guys. Let's go. Opposed to my friends now would be like, yo, you got a great woman. Let's go out on, on, on like a little kayaking ride with my yeah. girlfriend. Let's, you know, much more, a, a lot calmer things, yeah, you know? So then sure. granted to me, and it's, and I mean, it, it sucks. It's all through trial and error. For me, it's all been through trial and error. Seeing like, you know, getting, getting, learning from past mistakes and past relationships and then trying to apply it into new ones. But I, I started doing that for a minute and that didn't work. So I, I, it ties back into learning who you are and then just leave, leaving sometimes asking the universe for it and then just 
making do making the action to to go get it you know what i'm saying like if i sit down i'm like i want to find someone that will build an empire with me i want to find someone that will that will go on adventures with me that will be able to talk to me that we could help each other not fix each other but help each other and in helping each other we will fix each other and we will glue each other together as a fucking unit and you know fuck <laughs> like i mean that's it's the truth no for sure but uh see but unfortunately the more ambitious your goals are, the least likely you're going to meet somebody with those same ambitions. And that, and, and specifically in those certain a times. A lot of shit of has to life. go right. Yeah. A lot of shit has to go right for sure. But that's, maybe that's what love is. That's what makes it so special. A, a bunch the realization of shit going of right. Every, all the, literally all the stars just, and it's all that energy where you're just, it's hitting yeah. you like, like this is a perfect time this is the perfect girl or this is a perfect guy like this is a perfect song this is a perfect plate of food this is a perfect setting everything has to be and even at that people get that and it still doesn't work out and so yeah yeah because like it's finite you know that like that feeling is like when people say oh it's not it's not about the destination it's about the journey well yeah that's happiness you don't stay at happy you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't put happy in your GPS and you know, you hop in your little fucking Toyota and you drive there and Oh, I arrived to happy. No, it's a fucking pit stop. At most you go, you fill up some gas. Hopefully you have enough gas to get you to your next point of happiness. Uh, well, yeah, that's how I view it. So love would be the same thing. You got to maintain that shit. You gotta, you gotta love it. You gotta grow it and you have to respect it and embrace it. It goes back to what you talked about before. Yeah, bro. I have, I, I, I personally fucked up a bunch of relationships because I want to go out. I, wa- I wanted to go be that guy. Uh, you want the best of both worlds and, and because you're divided and can't pick one. See, like now, I, I know what I would pick oh. with, without a doubt in my mind. And I know you do too. Bad Bunny, baby. No, I'm just But yeah, so on that end, and I'm sure that you have some similar experiences. Oh, uh, maybe. And so, but what did it, what, what did it take to fucking realize all these things? You hurt some people. You got hurt. You know, shit did not go the way you yeah. would have liked it to. So I, yeah, I guess that's why we do embrace what do you, it. Well, how do you feel about all this nonsense that we just, uh, oh, just yeah. blurred out of our mind? Oh, dude, like I'm pouring my heart out. I don't care. True. Like sometimes the timing is just not right. No one's willing to compromise and one person needs to grow. Another person you know, it, it just depends on where you are. I've experienced that where like, I was dating someone that was great and apparently wanted to like build something together, but they were still stuck on going out with all of their girlfriends. And now I'm not saying like, you should be free in a relationship, but there has to be some respect. So if you're still in this vibe of going out with like six bitches and your girlfriend's at home, that doesn't look right to me personally. So it's like that balance of having the freedom to have your friends and go out and be an individual, but also respecting your relationship and the person you're with. And it just, sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it's a conflict that can be resolved, but that's rare. (laughs) Yeah. And I think going out with your friends is fun and all, but if you've gone out with your significant other and you've gone like on an adventure with them and done some, crazy stuff while you're out there with them i think that i to me that has held more value like i remember more yeah. of the times where i've gone on 
on like trips or, or gone out with me and a significant other than all the times that I've gone out with my friends. Yeah, for sure. It's, like, some, it's just a little bit, I don't know. It's, little, it's more special. Yeah. yeah like, like not to shit on your friends or anything like that. Come on. Like, look, like dude, you and I go, we bust, we've got, we have a bunch of great adventures together, but like what? Romance. Yeah. Oh, but to have, to have, to but, have like a rom a romantic adventure, like, yeah, to, you know, it's, at, at the end of the day to have yeah. that whole day and you're just looking at one another and you're just and you're like, like, fuck. Yeah. We fucking did that. We fucking got here, you know. And, and hey, I don't know if we're staying here, but we're here, and that's lovely. I, yeah, but uh, you know, but that shit doesn't come easy, especially the way that uh, we talk about it. There's a lot of fuckery on both sides for sure, and you know, intentions too. Some people don't want that, bro. Some people don't want to build with you. Some people don't want to be part of that struggle with you. Maybe you know they want to visit once a week. You know what I'm saying? Part time as fuck. It goes in with timing, man. And then it's like be clear about intention. Yeah, I feel hell? like nowadays yeah. people are just not clear about what they want, and then that's how people get hurt. Clarity is key. I I couldn't agree w- with you more. People people are scared to say what they want, and people say things that you know they don't mean that they want either. So then that causes a confusion. Like, hey, sometimes people say, oh. I don't want anything with you. And then five minutes later, you know, it seems like you're about to have something. So you're like, okay, this is weird. And that's where you got to handle your shit. You got to know where the fuck you're going for sure. That's, that is something I, I think is super, is super underrated. Sensing the direction of things contrary to what people are telling you. I mean, that also goes into what Stephanie was saying about communication. Yeah. So the basis of all of it, man. And anything you do, though, in business, relationships, yeah. projects, yeah, art. Like, well, but I mean, it's like people don't take the effort to fill out a room is what I'm saying. Because, yeah, sometimes, you know, in the moment, people say things, but you got to take care of yourself. And I feel like people don't do that. They, they're just like, oh, this person told me this. That's it. I'm going to trust that entirely. And, you know, I just feel I, I just think people don't don't feel like don't fill out the room. And that leads to miscommunication as well. It's true. Yeah, and then Shakespeare wrote a book about us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he wrote about us. You got that right. <laughs> Shakespeare literally wrote about everything. Also, I noticed your Mac Miller kids sticker over there. Yeah, it's actually the vinyl. Oh, I it's, love that. It's it's unopened. I haven't opened the. I have the kids. I have swimming pools, and I have the best day ever album. It's one of my favorite artists of all time. Well, yeah, and uh, the basis for something divine as well. Yeah, and yeah, the divine feminine is what what gave like the idea in my head to name it something divine. Yeah, I love that word. Divine, yeah, it's such a great so word. Do we. It's, so do we. Yeah, how much do we love it. We named it we named the company. We after named the company it. after it. Yeah, it's like it's like a, like in commemoration towards Mac Miller. And, yeah, just a little, just a little tribute, I guess. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I miss that guy. Yeah, no. I definitely miss him being alive. That other, I didn't even know him. I just missed his presence on this planet. Oh, well, you were a very big fan of his, like, more than me, for you sure. You want to hear something crazy, something super trippy? On the day that he passed away, I was with Raul. Um, and we had just gotten to the, like, that little FIU cafe right by 109 Towers over there. Um, and I had ordered a Miller Lite. Yeah, we had Miller Lights. We never had Miller Lights. We never have Miller Lights, ever. And I ordered a Miller Lite, yeah. and my friend called me, and he told me that Mac Miller just passed away, dude. Like that was weird. Yeah. 
Yeah. We never drink Miller Lights. We've never been to that cafe. I've never been to that cafe. I, I've been there like once because I, I live down the street. I didn't even know they yeah. sold beer there. It was just to get some food. And yeah. we're like, fuck it, let me get a Miller Light. We just got a haircut too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very, it's, very crazy. Little very little thing, crazy. Right? Yeah. And then like you had tickets to go see him like the next month or something, I, right? Yeah. Think I had seen him. I had seen him when he came to the Fillmore. But I, I was really looking forward to see him. I was going to see him in Orlando. Damn. Wow. Mental health, like, you gotta talk about it you gotta talk about it and and that shows that it could happen to anybody at whatever level you could an accidental overdose you you could be the biggest star in the world you could be joe blow at the bus stop everybody has problems yeah everybody has problems and uh but but that's the thing you gotta talk about them you got and especially now more than ever where people are isolated dude and see but the thing is that even if you have people to listen because i'm sure he had a bunch of people ready to listen in you have to be ready to talk about it. You know, one, one thing that I've, that I've really enjoyed, because I, I was, for, for her knowledge and everybody's knowledge here, I was working at a, a overnight at a McDonald's for like three months just to try to make ends meet. I never got unemployment. I didn't get help. So I just busted my ass. And that separation with like, because I was still working at a, in a kitchen or in like a restaurant, but I didn't have that, that, that connection with, um, with customers or guests. You know, with people, with humans. So then I recently got a, an assistant general manager position at um, Tiago's Tacos, which is a pretty lit food truck down here in Miami. Great spot. Awesome spot. Go Great check spot. it out. Um, and now I have people that I talk to all the time and, I, and I've never, I've, I've, I will never take it for granted again. Just a simple, hey man, like they'll just place an order and be like, hey, so how's your day going? You know, like if I had the time to do it, if I'm not busy, just be like, hey, how's your day going? And sometimes you get a, a, a great little, like a little response. Not, it doesn't have to be good yeah. or bad. You'd be like, ah, I've had better days or oh, today's pretty good. You know what? They released it. They released it out there. And if they want to talk about it, bro, sometimes I'll get a, a whole conversation spewing like, man, today was whatever my boss. And then boom. And I'm, then at that point, I'm like, all right, I really got to give these guys attention. And I will never take that for granted ever, ever, ever again. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that actually happened to me the other day when I was doing an Instacart. See, like, luckily, like, that's where I get my human connection from, I guess. Because, like, sometimes I'm driving in my car for, like, an hour, hour and a half straight because I got to drive all over Miami sometimes. So so I get to the supermarket and, and cool, bro, you start talking, you know, because, like, literally 90% of people that are, like, in supermarkets right now, at least down here, I don't know how it is in New York, are doing, like, are uh, doing Instacart. If you know what that is, it's basically an app where you get people to go grocery shopping for you. Extra truck. Mm-hmm. yeah so cool i'm there like i'm i've been doing this throughout the whole pandemic i have my shit down most publics all have the same layout i know where to go so it was an old gentleman this guy this guy was struggling whatever and then like the wi-fi went out bro this guy looked like he needed a friend so i was like hey man are you okay and this guy just went out on a 10 minute rant we we were in the bathroom aisle or as I call it, the de-escalation tank. Because there's never paper towels or toilet paper left anywhere. So, yeah, no, I brought this guy. just needed a friend. And imagine, we're young. We're young. You know what I'm saying? We're like, unfortunately, the older, the older you get, the harder it is to make new friends. Or, or you know, people just don't want to talk to you because yeah. you're old. Uh, I, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what it seems to be. That's nah, definitely wrong. But you're, I, I get what you're saying. The perception of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I... I I think it's wrong, but you know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, people do judge people because they're old. 
full of knowledge in my eyes, but go on. Yeah. So, so, so I'm there thinking like, man, this guy doesn't probably have a lot of friends to like, see, like if I'm, see, like if I'm upset, you're upset. We call each other some, yeah. And whatever we fucking, we figure it out. Who's this guy going to call? You know what I'm saying? So it really makes you think like, you know, you got to be a little bit more patient with people, especially right now. You know, where I first learned that by watching the Joker. Oh yeah. And then going into COVID and quarantine world and all this, I would rewatch it and I'm like, dude, there are people, there are pe- that's like that. What's scary is not that it's a villain doing all this. What's scary is that that's completely possible where people think that society and governments and the pillars of life has just said, fuck you, have just completely abandoned them, turned their back on them. And then when you're left in that dark, bro, when you're left, when you're consumed by dark, there's still light, but that light is so minimal still there yeah but but it's so small dude that you just get consumed by darkness man. I, I mean and it's not it's possible that does happen that happens every day as yeah and right now more than ever but even even before covid that was a fact those are people do get left behind in the system and no one cares and that's a very sad fact dude it's so crazy out here in new york the joker's a movie right but yeah here you see you see that kind of behavior just on the street like 125th the east side of upper manhattan you see like junkies all over the place like going through their whole experience some of them are related some of them having withdrawals some of them are not even druggies they're just people that have been fucked over and got to this place like i don't know if you uh follow subway creatures on instagram but you literally see everything in New York City, because everything's out. Like, New York City is everyone's living room. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, when I look at these kinds of movies, to me, it's just a representation of real life. Yeah. 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 I mean, you that, you see it, like, I, 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 I definitely look at it like that, but you really, see, like, you really see it. I'm out here in the suburbs in, in Miami. I mean, granted, I've seen my share of stuff that, of closer to the beach and closer to downtown, but to be living, like you're saying, where it's, your, the, it's the living room to everyone, Yeah, that's, that's another... That's Subway Creatures, animal. is that what it's called? I definitely want to check that out. Yeah, I super, I, I'm super... It's heavy, it. you said? Oh, It'd be yeah. funny and sad, everything, but yeah. definitely worth a follow. Heard. I'm super going to check that out after this. Yeah, see, so, uh, we, uh, we have only in Dade. <laughs> that's what we got over here. Oh, that, but that's so funny too. Oh, like, it's, so, it's, it's so pretty hilarious. In Miami in May when the floods happened, and I got oh, stranded man. like on bird and something. Yeah, and yeah. I, we literally had to get the car towed. But then the other, like the next day, I saw someone kind of not. They had a boat on the road because it was so flooded. I'm like, literally only in Miami did count. Oh. Only in Dade, no, for sure. We're boating on the road. <laughs> Bro, only in Dade. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, but uh, throughout this though, I have seen more, like more, like more ruckus, I guess, like in the suburbs. Throughout us, like I've driven by protests, like in the middle of Kendall and stuff like that, and like just like you see, like you see all the noise coming this way, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, with everything that's going on, I has to. Everybody, has to. everybody's on their phones at yeah. all times, and all this, all this madness is going on with police and, and like african-americans and like you literally have nothing better to do but be on your phone so you're 
in so you're in that access at all times i think there's a lot of good i think there's a lot of bad that comes from it but i am i overall my position is that i'm happy that people are protesting oh, i'm absolutely. happy that people absolutely. are using that right to make a change because people are making changes man they really are yeah no. you got to celebrate the small wins and you have to but 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 there's a lot of change happening in rapid fashion rapid, yeah oh, it's just like i i feel like we don't see it we like, have to though dude it's 2020 dude yeah. people died for this already like and, and unfortunately, no more, are. no more, no more people. And there, sh- there shouldn't be any more deaths, bro. We gotta get past this. We gotta, dude. We, we gotta change the bias of people. We gotta, and we gotta teach them at a young age, dude. And and we're coming to a point where all these politicians that are in their fifties or sixties that have been running this shit for years, they're about to get, they're about to be done. You're I gonna mean, see a new wave of not, politicians. Not in your fifties and sixties, bro. Look at Pelosi, Biden, Trump, all these guys. They're all in their seventies by the. Okay, whoever wins the presidential the uh, the presidential election, they're gonna be in their eighties by the time it's over. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, I don't think that's that's that's. Hey, again, I'm not trying to be ageist or anything, but you're not spry yeah. at that point. Most definitely, bro. You know, I want I don't want a young buck as a president, but yeah. I want someone that has. Yeah, no, I don't need some thirty year old dickhead who who who, who yeah. like drives a Beamer. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm super good. A season that. forty or fifty, bro. You, you know, know, a little salt and pepper. I'm you super. Know? I'm. I'm. A, I'm a very big. I'm a very big fan Guy, of salt and pepper. Girl, black, white, Asian, I, Jew. I don't. Care. I don't fucking care, I don't dude. Care, just bro. like I don't know. Just, just lead me when I want to be led, <laughs> and where I want to be led to. And right? <laughs> on days that I want to be led, you know. I keep on throwing that in there. That's an office reference. <laughs> we know. Bj Novak. I like that guy. When um watching The Office on repeat, there's a personality trait. Shout out to Ryan. <laughs> at the at the bowling alley. Was I sure you? All right, let's get out of here. You're gonna look like him with your bleach. Oh, bro, I'm definitely going through a Ryan the Temp moment right now. Oh man, with my hair for sure. Yeah, see, like mine was shaving off my beard, and like I have like this little mustache now. I don't know. If, I don't no, know if that no one can see it, bro. Yeah, yeah no I one can see it. it. Just go on my Instagram. You'll see it over there, I guess. Yeah, because your phone's like, like, yeah, oh, yeah no, a solid eight inches away from your face <laughs> at all times. Look at this guy sure. with three unibrows over here. That's what like, I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, somebody let this guy know that there's a caterpillar on his face. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> What's up, Stephanie? I'm trying to see this this mustache. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude. Oh, all right, here, look. I'll send you a picture. You guys are ridiculous. I got you. <laughs> I super got you. I'll send you a picture right now. Live on KNR, breaking news. Live, breaking Raul news. actually does have a mustache. It's just blonde. It's on Reeboks or on Nikes. Yo, look at those moves. It's on Reeboks or Nikes. Right, we're going. Uh, I'm still relearning how to use all this. So what do you think Um, uh, what do you think's the best uh the best thing to take from dancing? Because I see you dancing all the time when you're happy, when you're sad. Um, and I am a huge fan because I like to get down, you know, mornings when I'm pumped up, I'm there like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Pump up the cool, jam. You know? Shut the fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know. That. Joy. That's it. Plain and simple. It brings me joy. It lets me release. Done. I think it's super empowering, dude. I think it's, you know, you feel sexy when you dance. You feel good. You feel, uh, yeah. Straight up joy, dude. Really good. You no, know, for sure. I, I Let think me that's. Oh, okay. Oh. 
it's it's there yeah. oh you yeah. literally just took a picture that's hilarious yeah i mean it's there like it's not like super prominent it's like blonde but whatever it's there you'll get the there. You'll, you'll get there son uh thanks papa papa jay alas all i uh you're saying yeah i'm just gonna throw a little suggestion jamaican black castor oil Oof. for hair growth Thank i want to be a I could grow a sick ass mustache. I kind of grow a beard. Yeah, see, like I could grow a beard, like a fucking wildebeest. But uh, yeah, I have a little mustache. It's adorable. It's cute. And so that's it. I'm just embracing the stash look. Enjoy, brother. It works for I, you, man. With great, with great mustaches come great um, responsibilities. Well, thank God it's not so great then, huh? <laughs> 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 this guy just shout out his own mustache. Oh, hey, hey man. Hey man, if, if if you can't laugh at yourself, you're imagine when other people breaking laugh at news you. here at KNR guys, Jamaican castor oil for the win. For the win, we're gonna try this out. Get up, dance, please go read some articles and listen to knowledge nonsense and reasoning over and over and over again. We have every episode. We have like 17 episodes. Out. Come on, guys, just go listen. Like just run in the background. We don't care. And follow our friend on Instagram for she's great. Hey. Stephanie. Throwing all, all of that out there, all the news, all, all of it. Uh, but yeah, it's been real. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to cover really fast before we? I mean, we've been going at this for a little we, over an hour. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I, I, I think it's weird. You, you have anything great. else to add to this? Uh, Cadenadas. Find your joy somehow. Find your joy. Find your joy somehow, ladies and gentlemen. It is not in your GPS. Yes, but happiness is. But so, ladies and gentlemen, this is knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning. Yeah. Uh, I thought. I- I thought it was knowledge, nonsense, and what? What? And what? No, it was, there was the build-up. The build-up, she's like, is she getting closer to the camera? What? what? <laughs> you, you, you had us going weird, like, oh, man, she's going to steal our thunder. Yeah, It's right? over. We, we lost the whole show. Flips table. That's it. Walks out. Fuck this shit. Uh, thank a, you, thank you so much for coming onto the show. We've had a blast out here on your on Iron. You probably hated every second of it, as all our guests do. Yeah, we're but thank super you obnoxious. So <laughs> we're we're the worst. Good times all around. Thanks for having me. It's been real. No, absolutely. We hope to get you on once again down the line, and maybe when all this COVID nineteen simmers down, Jibber, we jabber. could link up either New York or Miami. Whatever. I love New York, and I love Miami. I know you're a fan of both. I've never been. So let's go. This guy's not, he's never left the state of Florida. I've never left the state of Florida. You got to get out of here. I I am Florida man. I am Florida man. Thank you guys. We wish you a great day. Sending positive love, peace, all of it your way. Thank you so much. Go listen to your friends and people who aren't your friends, guys. Peace. Peace. And And cut.